0: Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. to your Giordano on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT.
1: Judge, welcome back. Thank you very much. And that would be my wish in media coverage of this to at length get the two of you to stake out that judicial philosophy, because that's what being on the Supreme Court will turn on, how you're going to view all these cases that come up.
2: You, you really hit the he- nail on the head, Dom, as you always do. Uh, a Supreme Court justice's job and any judge in this commonwealth, their job is to understand the law, apply the law, and uphold our Constitution. And our Constitution is sacred. It's been there for centuries. It's upheld, upheld our entire country. And we need to – my job is to uphold that. It is not to change it. Um, our laws do provide for a way to make changes, but it is not through the judicial branch. And I cannot be more firm about that.
1: Yes. And yet, uh, you know, and I don't blame ideology fully on this, although it's some of that. I think it's just uh, almost a journalistic laziness on this. This could be more exciting. Educate the public. And I know you're up for it. I don't know that your opponent, though, my sense, would be able to explain this living Constitution stuff in any way other than, getting him into trouble it, it would come down to essentially him telling us he is going to write the laws from the benches he sees fits on the whim of the moment and some of the biggest things that our listeners you probably know are concerned about that came from this two big ones covid and mm-hmm. also uh the election laws and even uh, politico wrote recently to their credit there were, in some of those cases, at least one Democrat i'm not sure if it was the same democratic uh, judge who said no, the court should not have done what they did in essentially making up the law around mail in balloting mm-hmm.
2: I, I think you've had another really important issue is it not doesn't necessarily always boil down to Republican versus Democrat. What it boils down to is those judges who understand their role. And there are times when one of the Democrats on the Supreme Court has understood his role and has really sided with the Republican judges who understand their role. It is so important. I've been consistent in that I reject judicial activism, that I understand our role is not to legislate from the bench but it's an, or to impose our personal or political beliefs in our decisions. Um, Any time you do that, it undermines the very foundation of our democracy and it subverts the separation of powers that's really ex- has been existed in our government for, for centuries.
1: Now, he says living constitution. Do you use a term? I know at the Supreme Court level, some people say they're an originalist. I know, uh, mm-hmm. at least in one interview, uh, you said the person that you might be remotely or the most connected to doesn't mean you're going to do exactly the same things would mm-hmm. be Judge Scalia. Well, that's probably uh, the Babe Ruth of the Supreme Court. So that's a good spot to be in.
2: Yeah, you know, it's funny. I admire him on several levels. One is the fact that he does understand his role in government and he understands the the foundation and and democracy. But you know what else I loved about him? I loved the fact that he and honestly, RBG were able to be friends. Yes,
1: great friends. Apparently,
2: yeah. And put them aside, which I think in our country right now is just not happening. Politics and the partisanship has been ruining friendships. And that really breaks my heart.
1: So the issue that this pivots back to what they say about your candidacy is abortion. And, uh, you Mm -hmm. know, in a partisan sense, Democrats across the board are running on that issue. So the argument Mm -hmm. is that somehow or another you would violate this uh, Mm -hmm. hands off when it comes to that issue.
2: I can respond to that very quickly. I have consistently said every single time, never vary from it, that I apply the law in our commonwealth. And the law regarding reproductive rights of women is very clear and it's not going anywhere. Women have the right to choose up to 24 weeks. I don't see that changing or coming before me as a Supreme Court justice. I just don't see that happening because it would take the legislative branch. It would take legislature, the Senate and the governor to all agree that it's time to make a change. And I don't see that happening in the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania right now. Um, so my, my message has been consistent. It has bothered them tremendously that I've been consistent about that to the point where they need to lie about my position and make up stories. That's the only way they think they can win this race. And that's pretty sad.
0: Uh, hiring for your small business. If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank.
1: Judge Caroline Caroluccio is uh, with us here on Talk Radio 1210. Uh, Judge, you often use the word to balance on the court. What are you referencing when you're saying you're running to create a
2: balance there? Well, I think several things. The first is that we have seven seats on our Supreme Court, and five of them are considered Democrat seats, and two are considered republican seats and I don't think anybody can argue that that's not balanced, regardless of whether you're a Republican or a Democrat or an independent. Lady Justice has blinds on she wants she wants justice to be distributed. Fairly, impartially, and unbiased. And that's really not happening. Every branch of government is better served when there's balance. And also, I think I've been balanced. I have a great breadth of experience. And I bring balance in being a federal prosecutor for nine years and also being the first female chief public defender in my county. I understand that those accused of crimes are afforded constitutional rights. And because I hold the Constitution so near and dear to me, I do honor those constitutional rights. And I think it's important to have that balance. Um, I've done a little bit of everything. I d- have leadership skills. I've had supervisory and advisory skills, the same skills required to be on our Supreme Court. I already do as president judge of the third busiest and largest court in this Commonwealth.
1: It seems to me it's overwhelming. I don't know how you cram that into so few years <laughs> that are supervisory or all and an array on both uh, sides of this. And that is the type of thing that should augur for being on the uh supreme court um how do we uh restore trust? do you think in the court a lot of our listeners due to some of those um you know we don't hear from the Supreme Court that often, but boy, in twenty twenty mm-hmm. the Pennsylvania Supreme Court was internationally known because of some of those uh, judgments,
2: yeah. Uh, And it's very easy. The way that you really make people responsible and have respect back in the system is to elect justices who understand where they fit into our three branches of government. I also think it's really incumbent upon judges themselves to educate the public as to what our role is. When I got elected as the president of our state trial judges in just in July, my platform was that judges are under attack, but we are responsible as a body to be in the public, to go out and talk to groups, to explain to them what our role is and what our role is not, because the general electorate doesn't always understand that. And I think that often my opposition doesn't want the people to understand that. They don't want them educated, and I really do.
1: Yeah, I think uh, that's the case now. You've uh, called for it, and it has been by and large, other than some of the TV ads between the two of you. At least uh, civil. But um, there are uh, things out there that I think are well documented with this judge. One is the nepotism charge with his then domestic partner. I think that's uh, pretty well established. The other is the email scandal that had, um, well, was several, was it a couple Supreme Court judges or at least uh, in trouble and one resigning over it? And all he two. said is, yeah, two. Okay. Don't Yeah, two resigned.
2: One of them only received the emails and had to resign, did not toward them.
1: Yeah. And uh, in this case, he just said to his brother, just send them, don't send them to my work computer, send them to me privately. So why is that a big deal? Uh, Are we making too much of that? It it did at that point have uh, those resignations that you talked about. Why is that an issue?
2: Look, if we do not have faith in our, in our judiciary, certainly in our Supreme Court, then we really do re- we lose respect in it. We lose faith in it. We have got to elect people that are of the highest integrity, that are above reproach, that have not been involved in scandals. Once we open the door to that again, I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know if there's checks and balances on any of it. Um, I can pledge to the people of this commonwealth that I will always be above reproach that I have the highest integrity, and that I've been taught from a really young age, you do the right thing every single time, no matter what. When nobody's looking, when it's not popular, and when you don't want to do it, you do the right thing. And that's the way I've conducted my entire life.
1: Uh, Judge, where do we go to support your candidacy or to learn more about you?
2: So go to my website, which is judgecarluccio.com. That's C-A-R-L-U-C-C-I-O. Uh, I welcome uh, also followers on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Judge Carliccio.
1: Well, Judge, thank you. Godspeed on uh, Tuesday. I think you would make a spectacular judge on the Supreme Court. Your track record uh, shows that. And with Antonin Scalia as a model, uh, you know, I don't think you can do any better uh, to me, particularly you mentioned the friendship between the two of them, which was deep and lasting. Uh, that says it all.
2: Yeah. Thank you, Dom. Thank you so much to all your listeners. Please don't forget to vote on November 7th. You've got to get out there, get your friends and family to vote. It's a low turnout election, which is very sad to me. You need to get people to be excited about it and to cast their vote. It's the only way we're going to win this.
1: Thanks, Judge. Thank you. Thanks very much. Dom downhill. weekdays, noon till 3, from Talk Radio 1210, WPHD.